Hi, this is Ellen. And this is Alex. And this is our podcast, Uniquely Portable Magic, where we talk about all things books. This week is our series wrap episode of the Grisha Trilogy by Leigh Bardugo. Um, I guess it's more commonly referred to as probably the Shadow and Bone series, because that's the most well-known name, um, especially since it's now on Netflix and we're so excited to watch it. Yes. Uh, so this trilogy is kind of a Russian-inspired world where, um, a girl who's in the army very sickly basically finds out that she has these powers and is brought into this whole new world of what is called the Grisha, and these three books bring us through her journey of finding her power finding her strength in herself and mm-hmm. um along the way saving her country too just you know just so happens just that she casually does note. that as well yeah <laughs> um we will be talking about each of the three books in depth so that's um shadow and born 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 Shadow and Bone, Siege and Storm. I was accidentally mixing those two Mm, a little bit. mm -hmm. Um, And then Ruin and Rising. So if you haven't read any of those and you don't want any spoilers, please um, pause here, go read them, and then come back and join us because we would love to have you. Um, And if you don't care about spoilers, then go for it. We can't tell you what to do. (laughs) Well, I mean, we can, but you just, no one has to listen to anything it's true it's true we can tell you what to do exactly yeah you don't have to listen to what we do um so i think a good way to start off this episode would be just to describe us this morning because (laughs) we've been a little bit of a mess (laughs) um so no idea what's going on this right so it's sunday morning (laughs) this we typically try to do our podcast recordings on sunday mornings um it just so happens that we're both in our pjs this morning and maybe that's why we're just a little like out of it because you, you know the whole thing of like dress i am usually, dressed for success kind of thing but we haven't even put on <laughs> clothes um i'm usually in my pjs just as a quick side note um i like that you dress for success that's awesome. i don't um I- I dress for jammy time. Yeah, I was going to say, um, <laughs> I can count probably on one hand the amount of times I've worn something other than <laughs> leggings in the past year. <laughs> so I don't know that this is just none of them have been recording right, dressing for success versus just changing out of my PJs. Uh, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a struggle this morning. Um, Ellen has forgotten to plug in her headphones at the beginning of the session which has now become a per usual thing actually (laughs) it's like four or five times it's ridiculously embarrassing um yeah we were talking before we started recording and i had to get up to i think go to the bathroom i don't remember i had to get up quickly and so i went to unplug the headphones that was letting me hear her and um, I took them out of my ear, and then I realized I could still hear her because um, I had never plugged them in. So um, that was really good, and it got me really excited for <laughs> how um, 
blooper free this is going to be. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, and then we started recording, and mm-hmm. I that just had a stroke it or just something. Didn't work. So <laughs> this is take so two for us. Uh, we're already struggling. Um, I don't know. Can I blame it on lack of sleep slash caffeine? I don't think I really can. I don't need. I don't think so. Well, it's Sunday morning. We'll blame it on that. Perfect. Okay. So, should we jump into our series wrap favorites? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So, do we normally start with our... I can't remember. This is a problem with our series wrap episodes is they're so far apart that I don't remember the order that we... I think it's character and then book. Character and then book. Okay. All right. All right. But guess what? It's our podcast, so we can do whatever we want. Do whatever we want. We want. <laughs> there are no rules. We make the no rules. No rules. Um, so, Ellen. Yes. Who was your favorite character across the entire series? Okay. AKA, did you narrow it down to like two or three? Two. Ooh, look at you go. I did it. Um, it should come as no surprise that Alina is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. She was one of my favorites in all three of them. Um, and I think I think I managed to have only one favorite in the first book, and it was her. So that's very impressive Yeah, look at me. you go. Um, I just really loved her story. I loved everything about her journey, her discovery of herself. I love that she didn't die at the end. Hey, that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I guess didn't didn't really die. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that should um, be qualification for favorite character. They don't die. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and I just, I just really enjoyed her as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It was a no-brainer for me that she would be my favorite character or one of my favorite characters. Um, and then it should be no surprise because he was my favorite character in the other two books along with Alina uh, that Nikolai was also my favorite character. Uh, I loved a lot of the characters in the books. So, of course, like, you know, you know me. I'm like, I have to qualify it. So I'm like, <laughs> I loved that those were my favorites, but I loved everybody else. Not everybody else, but a lot of the other ones a lot, too. And... <laughs> You do do that. And you're all great. I love you all. <laughs> I don't want any conflict. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, and I just I just adored him as a character. I loved his wit. I loved his outlook on the world. I loved um, him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was kind of a no-brainer because... She was my favorite character through the whole series, like, in each book. And then as soon as he was introduced, basically, he was right there next Mm -hmm. to her for me. So, thankfully, it was pretty easy, and I didn't have to think about adding additional ones. But, um, yeah. Nice. (laughs) How about you? So, my favorite character throughout the entire series is Nikolai also. Um, I think... Looking back, initially because I was shipping 
Mal and Elena that like mm-hmm. I didn't want like Nikolai to intrude on that that I okay. while I still liked him like I didn't have that same appreciation until the third book and then looking back through the entire series I realized that my um feelings on him had been clouded by that and so when you Mm -hmm. take that away knowing that Mal and Alina end up and so like that doesn't matter and it's not clouding my judgment I can just look at him overall as a character and how great he is how different his way of thinking is from me which I find really cool and enjoyable and he's so witty and you know there's so many other great things I could just go on and on and on but um yeah, he was my favorite. Yep, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I think we've already... <coughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. I think we've already addressed this in a previous episode. But I think it's still definitely worth talking about um, our favorite book of the series. Yeah, so I think I've also realized that my answer might be oh you changed your mind okay i'm very interested to hear this so i i i loved all of the books here i go again making sure none of them feel left out um (laughs) i because i did i loved this i loved the whole series but i initially after finishing the series was thinking that the third book was my favorite Mm -hmm. And um, then I sort of came to realize that while I loved the third book, it was actually the second book that was probably my favorite for a couple of things. Okay. Um, one, because I hated so much what happened to Nikolai in the third book. Mm. Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Um. <clears throat> And so I didn't like that. Um, And then what I did really love was um, the steps that Alina was taking in the second book as the leader of the Grisha to better their unit and, like, make them more um, inclusive of each other. And I just loved all of the things that she was trying to do in that point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I liked the intrigue of it right like I just um I don't it's weird I don't know because it feels weird because there were so many other things that I liked more about the third book than the second Mm, book mm -hmm. like Alina having her little friend group and all of that and um you know I think I also liked the fact that for a good chunk of the second book she and Mal were on pretty good terms, you know, and it was only sort of the the last little part where they were sort of fractured from each other, whereas in the third book, there's a good chunk of time when they're sort of fractured and they're uh-huh. not... Okay. You know, so... That's fair. Um, <clears throat> but again, it's all on a scale of... There was not one that I didn't mm-hmm. like as a, as a book, right? Yeah, that's so. very interesting. I like... Those points that you bring up, though, they don't change my opinion. Um, That's that's okay. 
Yeah, we're allowed to have different opinions. They have to change mm. your opinion. What? That's how that works? You state your opinion and then force it on others and they have to accept it? I mean, that's what I like to do. Mm, gotcha. That's not like a dictator or anything. Or our current political <laughs> landscape. <laughs> um, my favorite book was the third one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, this was not hard for me at all. Um, as I've mentioned before, or maybe not so explicitly, but I'm sure you can pick up on the fact that I kind of struggled to get into this series initially. Yeah. Um, but then I think the third book was really the point where I was, like, falling in love with the story and the characters and actually really able to, like, sink my teeth in it and enjoy okay. it. Um, to the extent that I do when I really enjoy books. And I think part of that was actually being able to relate to the characters a bit more in the third book than any of the others. And um, I don't really know, like, why that was the case, but I just... I guess didn't not that I didn't understand the actions that were taken before this book by some of the characters but I was just frustrated by them I think um because they weren't what I would have done and like I was having a hard time kind of reconciling that um versus in this third book I think I was able to at least, like, comprehend a bit more of the reasoning behind certain decisions and, like, Mm. I was more okay Mm. with that and then also, like, agreed more with some of them. So that was, you know, that's always a a better feeling to be in, um, to, for me, to, like, understand what's happening and why and agree with, you know, versus feeling uncomfortable and wanting the characters to do something different, you know. Um, so, yeah. Okay. That's why the third book was my favorite. I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) It's just the point where we talk about characters, if they could see themselves, like, if they, in the first book. can be going to a later book and who would be like the most surprised by where they were kind of thing yeah yeah i think that's a good point in time i think the biggest one for me is um it's got to be alina right like for me you can you can make your own thing um because to go from sickly soldier who doesn't think she has a place anywhere to leader of the Grisha for a short amount of time to saint, like living saint to the one who kills the darkling, like, um, like, I think she could have, I think she could have like, I don't think she would have been surprised if it had been Mal, right? 
Like, if he had done all of that, I think she would have been like, sure, that makes sense. But for it to have been her, I think is, I just, yeah, I think that she'd be like, I'm sorry, did you just say Alina? I thought you, did you, you just messed that up. Who did, who did you mean to say? Um, especially since she didn't really know she had powers even, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so, because I was also thinking like, Mal would probably be a little bit surprised, like for after he's like is no longer the amplifier. Like I think he'd be a little bit surprised to not have that connection to the world that he always had. Um, but um, that doesn't seem quite as big of a surprise, to, you know. Yeah. And then I'm like, the Darkling would probably be surprised to see that he's dead. <laughs> but I don't really care after all this time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, and like Nikolai, I think would be pleasantly surprised to find out that he's on the throne. Right. I think the other part of it, like the whole turned into a, um, a version of the Nechevio Voya, Nechev Voya, um, um, would be probably pretty surprising for him. (laughs) But like, I think the fact that he's on the throne, I think would be... Maybe a little surprising, but he seemed pretty confident that he was going to end up there anyways. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would agree that I don't know that I would necessarily think of Nikolai in this instance just because he was such an adventurer and had already mm -hmm. been doing so many different things to try to help his country and his throne that, like, what's one more, right? Like, it's it's not as big of a deal for him, I think. exactly. So what do you think? Do you have anything to add? So when I was thinking about this, like my initial reaction was like Mal and Alina because, you know, they went from orphans to being in the first army. And then, you know, all of a sudden she has powers and they're at the palace and, you know, in positions of leadership and rebellion and all you know all of these crazy things that you would never think would occur for someone like either of them however if you look at the very like at the beginning and the end of the series that is where i think that this wouldn't necessarily apply to them because at the end of the series they're back at the orphanage, running the orphanage. And I can totally see them at the beginning of the series, like, thinking that that could be a possible outcome of their life, right? So if you just kind of, like, skip through everything and just talk about their the beginning point and their end point, to me, that's not, like, that wouldn't surprise sure. them as characters, you know? Um, I think it would surprise Alina that, they were there and they were married, right? Like, I think that would surprise her quite a bit. Mm. I mean, I can definitely see it as having been, like, her dream for them. Yeah. But, like, there's a difference between having a dream and then having it happen, Mm -hmm. right? I have a dream to meet Chris Evans. (laughs) But, like... If I ended up meeting him and marrying him, that I would be hella surprised. <laughs> like, I, 
<laughs> I feel I'd be like, what? Yeah, um, shout out to Chris Evans now, here on this right, cat, yeah, podcast. If you listen to book podcast. We have a super fan in the room. <laughs> um, now of course that is of course a little bit different because I'm not currently friends with Chris Evans. Um, that I'm aware of at least. <laughs> um, so, you know, I I do understand that part of it, but like. I still think she'd be, mm. because she never thought much of herself, right? You know, at the beginning of. That's very true. The book, right? And and most of her life leading up to the beginning of the first book. So. Um, That's very true. Yeah. It is nice to see someone gain self-confidence. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. So were there, what were the biggest surprises for you? In reading the book, or in the book itself, or books, I should say, not just book, um, in in any of the books, in reading the books, in thinking about the books, <laughs> in looking at the um, books. <laughs> so, I think the biggest surprises for me, came in the third book. And I think we kind of talked about that a little bit in the last episode about how... um, Okay, no. Yes, that's still accurate, but actually there's also a point in the second book, too. I think the, the times where the magic changes in a way that I didn't anticipate. Like, you think that you have finally figured out this world that's been created and what Mm. the bounds of that reality look like. Um, Mm. And then that's where multiple times, once in the second book and then in the third book, where I was very surprised because I thought I knew what to anticipate of the different possibilities of magic that could occur. Um, and it turns out that I couldn't, like, when the Darkling survived the attack in the fold and came back with these shadow creatures, didn't see that coming at all, uh, really threw me for a loop. So then after that, I was like, okay, this has to be, like, the only change because, like, he's the Darkling, no one else can do, you know, no one else can do this. So, didn't anticipate in the third book him coming in and doing whatever he did to Nikolai. That, I was mm-hmm. like, what? I thought we knew he had powers that had changed, and I know he warned us that he knows more about magic than Alina ever could. But even with those warnings, I was still so <laughs> unprepared for what actually happened. Right. Yeah, so I think for me those were the biggest ones were the just the like I don't think I've read a a fantasy book based around like Russian culture. Um Yeah. And so getting used to that and thinking that I knew like what was even possible in this world was definitely shattered a couple of times with the changes in the okay. magical abilities. Yeah. What about for you? Um, some, a lot of those things for sure. Um, 
of course, the big surprise at the beginning, right, is that Alina has powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not have seen that coming, you know, or didn't really see that coming. Um, and then, for me, the biggest surprise was the Darkling, right? I loved him so much at the beginning of that first book when you think that he uh-huh. is good and wants to change things and actually change things um, and get actually get rid of the fold and make things more equal for Grisha and, and non-Grisha. And... Yeah. I guess Mal being the amplifier also was oh, a big yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but like, but by that point, I was so used to all of the, of the surprises that it didn't feel as big as at the beginning when you're just getting a surprise every once in a mm-hmm. while. <laughs> Instead of being like, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, for sure. Um, Mal being the amplifier. Um, yeah, because I just... I liked the Darkling so much. And then... So what I still don't understand, though, is that there are a large group of people in the at least Shadow and Bone trilogy fan groups that I've seen, posts that I've Uh seen, who really like the Darkling. And I'm like, Mm. um... (laughs) It makes me really a little bit worried. Um, And... um, I'm like, did you just stop halfway through the first book? Mm -hmm. Like, are we letting the fact that he's attractive change how we feel about him? Like Um, how I do all the time. (laughs) I mean, same. Um, Because, like, there's a difference to me. Right? So, like, and then I was trying to think about it, right? Because, like, I have, there are other morally gray characters that I really like, mm-hmm. right? Like Loki, right? Like, it just as, a, as an Yeah, example, but I don't know. The... I don't think the Darkling is anywhere near as gray. Right. That's what I, that's what I sort of came to the real, because I was thinking about it. I was like, I guess you could say he's a smidge gray, but he's pretty morally black, I, w- <laughs> I would say. Very, right? very, very, so very was... dark gray. <laughs> Yeah, right, like a charcoal or like a gunmetal black or gray, I mean. Um, so I just, that, that is something that interests me. So, like, and then, of course, I want to, like, get more into these, like, fan pages, but then I'm worried because there's other books in this world, and so I don't want to also accidentally see spoilers for those books that mm-hmm. we haven't read yet. Um. So I, I guess I'll update you after we finish all of the books, and then I can actually dive into these fan pages, and I can tell you guys why people mm-hmm. like him. And I, and then part so then part of me was like, is it because like he's that quintessential like lonely character, right? Like, mm. is it like do they like him because they think they can change him? Like, is that is that why we like him? Mm. I don't know. And by we, I mean you guys, because it's not me. I'm I wash my hands. Like. <laughs> I held out so much hope that he would be gray in the second book, but something would change. and mm-hmm. Something did change, but just not in the direction that I thought it was going to go in. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. What can uh, you do? <laughs> oh, 
that's very interesting. Yeah, we'll hold off until we finish the other books. Because yeah. I don't want you to get any spoilers. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, that's why um, we're holding off. We're going to watch the Netflix series. We're super pumped to watch the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I saw a comment somewhere, not a spoiler, but it does appear that the TV show kind of smushes this trilogy and this two, the other, uh, the Six of Crows duology mm, together. Gotcha. So at the very okay. least, we should read Yeah, I, th- I think we should wait to read all of them just in case, because they are in the same universe. Um, just in cases. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, so... Alex. Ellen. Would you reread the series? I don't know. I think what I've determined is that I need to read the duologies. Mm -hmm. And then depending on that, I think that would help me know whether I would reread them or not. Sure. Um, so at this point, my answer is unsure. Okay. <laughs> um, what about you? It should be no surprise that I would definitely read yes, them. That's that is exactly what I thought you were going to say. Um, there aren't many books in my lifetime that I've read that I wouldn't reread. Mm-hmm. Um, even books that I didn't like love. In some instances, I have already gone back and reread them. Like, because in some instances, they're books that lots of people love. And so, like, if I read it the first time and I'm like, maybe I didn't quite, like, pick up on everything. Mm. Like, you know, um, so I try to do that sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't change my opinion (laughs) of it. And then I I don't reread it after that. Um, But then, of course, if it's a a book that I enjoy, and especially these ones... Um, they're relatively quick reads too. So they're nice to have as, um, you know, they're not like 800 pages a piece, mm-hmm. right? They're each a nice, like three to 400 pages. Um, and, um, they're just nice to, I think it would be nice to have as little, um, palate cleansers i don't know what i would call them i don't Um, know that i would call them that because yeah they still have enough like action and suspense even though you know what's happening that like there's still some (laughs) emotional turmoil when reading them true 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 um but yeah i would definitely reread them okay um can i air a grievance that i have about the books (gasps) a grievance Mm -hmm. yes you may. <laughs> I don't know why this bothers me so much, but there isn't a table of contents in any of the books. And I just checked her Six of Crows book that we're going to read next, and it doesn't have it either. So you have no idea what to anticipate. And it turns out that in Six of Crows, it looks like there's also like parts of the book. And I like to be able to see like how many chapters there are and if there are parts like how long each part is in a book just like I don't 
Strangely, I don't read author's notes or four notes or dedications or anything like that, but I will typically... That is so funny, because now I'm trying to figure out if... Um, excuse me if I, I'm about to make a bunch of noise here. Because now I'm trying to figure out... I just happen to have a different book in my hand. And I'm like... Does this one have a... Or not in my hand, in my vicinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I'll typically look at the table of contents for any book that I read, and the fact that these ones don't have them, it wasn't initially frustrating to me, but as they continued on, I realized that it is something that I want to know, and like I would be mm. somewhere, I think it was in the third book specifically where I was reading, and I was like, where am I in the story? Like, yes, I can see, like, how many more pages, like, chunk-wise I have left. But, like, how many more chapters do I have left to read? And, I mean, I did... I can't remember the I last did book that we've up... read that had a table of contents. Sarah J. Masters have table of contents. Nope. So I happen to have Silver Flames here in this room. And... I'm showing her over Skype, everybody. So there's title page. Actually, FaceTime. But whatever. So sorry. Yes, it's FaceTime. Um, map. I love a good map. And then right into the book. I don't know. Um, Mine definitely had one because I remember seeing the different... Did you read it on your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, phones have... Tape- the Kindle app has a table of contents. The books themselves don't have. And I know you don't have Kindle. You have the oh, Apple version. Oh, I it. wonder if that's why I've gotten so used to reading ebooks that I expect that. Yeah, because oh. you were t- you were talking about table of contents, and I was like, I cannot think of the last book. So what it is, right, is in a book you can just flip to chapter fifty four. But in an ebook, you need to have a list where you can click oh, on which chapter you oh want to go to. Oh my gosh, that's so terrible that I didn't even realize that that's... <laughs> God, and it's interesting, too, that I've gotten so used to ebooks when I do prefer actual, like, books. <laughs> but it, I guess yeah, I... Yeah, you were talking about Table of Contents, I guess and I've I was become like, an, an ebook reader um, and have read them so frequently that I've forgotten what a normal book <laughs> is like, uh, which was a little disconcerting, but okay, never mind. <laughs> Forget the that rant so that funny. I was on. <laughs> well, it's so funny because then I was like, am I missing these table of contentses? Um, that's definitely the correct plural of that. Um, nope. It's yeah, just, like, it's just me. Cause then I was thinking, I kind of liked, I kind of like the idea of that. That's kind of a good idea. Um, and then I was like, oh, maybe not. Um, so, um, it's just a, a me problem apparently with my, my eBooks versus real books. Whoops. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah, as you can tell, I've read all three of these books and the actual physical copy this time. So that would be why I ran into that issue. Yeah, that was funny. Um, 
Also, I think you said Sarah J. Moss. And not me. Gosh dang it. I thought I was doing so well. How'd I... I think for the most part you are. I think that was just a little, a little slip up. Um, um, well, I'm glad that we figured this out, but also I'm sorry that it does not have a table of contents for you. Um... Yeah, I don't know what I'll do. Maybe we should try to find a, a hardcover or a hard copy book that has a table of contents for you. I wonder if any... <laughs> and then we can read that book. I'm assuming that all of them do not, now that you're saying this. <laughs> um, yeah, it it would be a little bit strange to, to just fully lay out the whole book in the first few pages. Um in a in a narrative book, right? Like, of course, if it's a nonfiction book, that makes more sense to have a table of contents or something like mm, that. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's okay. Whatever. <laughs> Alex, you can write a book and you can put a table of contents in it. Maybe I will. Great. I'll read it. Perfect. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about in the series? Now that we've now, spent five minutes talking about table. Now problems. that I've aired my grievance, that's not actually a real <laughs> grievance um, about this specific. I mean, it, it is a real grievance, but it's not. It doesn't pertain to this specific series in any way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think so. Just that I'm okay. excited to keep reading the other books in this universe. Yeah, and I don't think it's likely. But I would not be sad if Mal and Alina pop up a little bit in any of the other books. Mm-hmm. Especially since um, you, like, if there are characters that we have seen, like, the it seems like the, not the one that we're reading next, but the other duology is about Nikolai. And so, right. especially with your whole thing of really disliking when characters never see each other again, like that that being yeah. worse than dying, that it would be good um, for them to show up in his duology specifically. Like, isn't it, though? Like, is it is it just a me thing? Like, it's, of course, awful when characters die, right? Like, you know, and, and you don't ever get to see them again. But there's, I feel like there's something particularly heartbreaking about being alive and knowing they're out there and not being able to see them again. I don't know. Well, whatever. I think I definitely don't have the same reaction that you do, but I don't know that that means it's a only you reaction. It just means that <laughs> I don't have that same reaction. Um. Well, then, then fine. That's it. 15 years. We're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Our friendship is over. It's over. Um. Um. Actually, I think also it might only be 14 years, but um, I don't really know how to do math very well. So. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Was there anything um, else that you wanted to mention about the books? Um, I don't think so. Although I'm really worried about that, though, because I'm like, I don't think so, but is there? <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I'm I too am very excited to read these next ones. I'm excited to watch the show yes. with you. Um, we will at some point 
talk about the show in conjunction with these books. Like we sort of mentioned earlier, probably after we finished all three, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the future. Me too. <laughs> um, and then in the meantime, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at UPM Pod Official, on Instagram at Uniquely Portable Magic Podcast. And you can email us at uniquely portable magic podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks. Bye.